You could, you they could buy like instead of you have enough to buy whips, you buy like a power strip and then plug extension <laughs> cords, and you have a homemade cat of nine tails. <laughs> so there you go. You have it be like extension cords, and you're running power through them, and you just cut the cables. So you're. My idea is better. Shut up. My idea, I just idea was your idea. And you, after you whip your sub, you could just whip it and plug charge nine different iPhones. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> the real sex appeal here is utility. Exactly. Um, I that turned it on in the middle of the. Uh, one of those stories. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. We'll see uh, if I edit this. Or I'm, probably, I'm not gonna fucking edit this. Um, we were talking about. Uh, Welcome to the Great Idea Show. Good. You fucked it up. It's a good, good. idea show. All no, lowercase. <laughs> we were just talking about. You said it in all caps. Shut up. We were just talking about if you could go to the hardware store, uh, where currently work, do people buy like budget sex stuff? And I haven't seen any, but you never know. Um, anyways, I'd like to start off our little meeting today um, with a short little parable. This is a. This could be a short story, or maybe like an opening to like an anime. And it's like, got this cool hero guy, like a karate guy, and he just finished kicking some like monster's ass. And it shows this young boy who's like a, you know, eight or whatever. And he goes and he's like, wow. You just fought off that bad guy. You're my hero. Yeah, I'm your biggest fan. And then the hero guy like holds his hand out. It's like, put it there, kid. It's great to meet you. And the kid goes to shake his hand. And the guy grabs his hand and throws the kid into the air. And the kid falls like that. And then that punches straight up. Bam! Punches the kid in the like in the head as he comes down. Boom! And the kid falls over, and then the guy like points at him and he goes, "In this world, kid, there's one rule that's the most important: always, never trust anyone." <laughs> um, and that's basically, I think, the um, that'd be like the opening to what, like a, a backstory for an anime, is that's how you learn um, how to like, you know, be tough and cool. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that was brief. I, you could sort of incorporate that into the new season of, like, Naruto or whatever. Um, anyways, welcome. Um, got a couple different ideas today. Uh, I believe that Eli here also had an idea, if you want to I, I was trying to have a few ideas, but I, I don't know if any of them were coming to completion. I had a friend who was talking about how he, he wanted to end the, um, the FDA... The Food and Drug Administration did a lot more harm than good. They were controlled by lobbyists. Okay. And I was just wondering, like, imagining if he actually could just straight up end the FDA. Like, what if he created some kind of power vacuum scenario where it turns out the Saddam Hussein of the FDA was holding down the ISIS of some oh, other food yeah. and drug renegades who would be way worse? Nice, nice. Yeah, so you get rid of, you know, the guy who wants to, like, um, I don't know what the FDA does. Fucking put... NGOs or something and non-government organizations. He wants to uh, GMOs. He GMO. wants to um, <laughs> mark GMOs and he replaces it. And every guy, like now you got the crazy guys who want to like you can't serve um, any meat that has uh, the ability to make you know humanoid noises or something. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, you see, you, you can see how this was not a finished idea. This is, um, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, sometimes the idea, the concept of the idea is better than the idea itself. Uh, the idea itself. It's, it was the idea of the idea that was good. The yeah. idea never got to where it was headed. We'll change the title of this episode to Good Idea of an Idea Show. Um, well, here's, here's my proposal. Alright. So, this is the first one. Um, so as we know, we live in Boston, Massachusetts. It's a pretty sizable... Mm. <laughs> Alright, back from that shit. Um, <laughs> it was an alcohol inspector. We had two fridges in the room and he only inspected one of them. Yes. Um, yeah, let's continue to reveal aspects yeah. of our personal life. I don't actually care. Um, <laughs> back to the original proposal. So we live in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, as with many cities, there's kind of a homelessness um, issue. That's a real problem, I think, for lots of people. Uh, probably mostly the homeless people. The ones without the homes are among the top three affected. Prob yeah. There's been, you know, people try to do, oh, we give them this, we give them that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, they're just going to keep, you teach a man to fish, he's never going to fish. I think that's how the <laughs> parable went. Um, so there's, you know, people, oh, I give a little sandwich. Shut up, dude. You know? Here's here's how I think we could really get some permanent help for these uh, individuals. Um, what's more useful, a sandwich you can eat, or a protective sigil that helps you? <laughs> so I think I'm gonna start a nonprofit where we just get Wiccans to go around, and instead of doing like food giving, they do like they give like spell protection to like homeless people. You know, I think especially. Um, <laughs> People who are potentially, you know, large percentage, maybe mentally uh, sort of unstable, will definitely, uh, this will work very well for that sort of uh, population. Is you know, a bunch of, like, fucking black lipstick hipster kids just going to be like, um, blah, blah, blah. That's probably not anything about uh, Wiccanism. But they'll just do that. Um, give them out little uh, runes and, like, elemental stones. Which is more useful than um, skills or food or shelter, I think. Because you have the spirits on your side. So what do you think about that? I mean, this is... Uh, the, the question is if you're looking for government funding or like an Indiegogo situation, I feel like. We'll need lots of money for this. I just yeah. want to get that off the bat. This isn't going to come Definitely cheaper. both. We'll need... Yeah, I'm going to have an Indiegogo. I will also ask... Uh, our mayor to put the money up front. And the federal government. Yeah. And the world government. Get the United <laughs> Nations in on here. Um, yeah, so that works. But um, at the same time, though, we kind of have to acknowledge, like, that shit's, like, not real. Like, magic spells. Like, Well, I, I have a real story, actually, if you're interested, of a time I was in New Orleans. Okay. And me and a friend had been doing sort of some homeless outreach type things, and, and my friend... Yeah, it's the hum again, the right? The hum. Alright, it's fine. Continue your story. Yeah, and my friend is kind of a... He's a conservative sort of a guy. Okay. My friend Sam. Right. Um, you gotta imagine, we're in New Orleans on Bourbon Street this next is, to all to the... To clarify, this is Sam Hyde. No, no. <laughs> Less conservative than Sam Hyde, but more conservative than, for example, uh, Sam... Jackson. The famous liberal. 
Is that a real person? Samuel, Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson? Jackson. <laughs> Famous actor and hentai watcher? That's true, by the way. I uh, knew that about the hentai. <laughs> Who didn't know that about the hentai? But yeah. well, you got to imagine we're on Bourbon Street next to all the strip clubs, and he's right. wearing a sweater vest and sort of a big Mitt Romney-esque smile. Okay. Um, and we come to the first homeless lady, and we made some sandwiches, and we had some orange juice and some cups. And her name was Raven, and we nice. gave her a sandwich and some orange juice, and she was very grateful. And he said, just kind of instinctively as we were walking by, like, um, well, God bless you. And she said, you know, I think it's really great that you have this religion, you know, that makes you happy and, like, gives you some peace. I have a religion that makes me happy and brings me peace. That religion is voodoo. Hell yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that you have Christianity and I have voodoo and, and it's good for you and that's good for me. Fuck yes. And my friend says... Uh, no, that's not good. Voodoo's bad. <laughs> I, I, Christianity's good, but voodoo's bad. He says, the whole the smile does not flinch. And they get into this whole argument, uh, Christianity versus voodoo, and, and neither side is really making any headway. I just take the sandwiches and keep going. And when I get back, and this is a true story that happened. How long after? 15 minutes. Okay. I give away the rest of the sandwiches. I get back, and... Uh, there's this other guy comes over while they're still arguing and he's got a snake on his shoulders and like not a little snake like a full python draped around him uh like huge snake and he's raven says oh hi cajun you're here and says hi i'm cajun and he's a he he introduces himself he's a voodoo priest going around uh, yeah. and giving uh people blessings with the snake and he blesses her with the snake while sam is still there with the uh, with the unflinching smile you know and he's watching a snake blessing. He's watching a snake blessing right now, which, like, it was it was an amazing moment of my life. So it's what I'm saying is there's precedent for your idea. I think it could work. On the topic of that, I think that uh, this is a brief aside, but talking about like sort of religious people. I'm not religious, but I would consider it for the only reason of being like, if you could say like have a blessed day <laughs> and that is way better than anything else you could say or like being the like kind of an old guy who says like all right god bless all right you have a, you have a blessed day now god bless you know because they're very positive like older black women like you can like okay you could be kind of like a cynical like ooh, like who fucking cares you're a loser but if you're someone who unironically is saying like all right god bless okay have a blessed day now that's like tight or like uh how you um you call people like my, you know, brothers and sisters. If you're like a, like a black preacher, thank you. That's also tight, dude. I feel like you could forge for yourself a secular equivalent, and I, in fact, I challenge you to do the same. Uh, uh, I don't know. I could try, I guess. Uh, like, think about like if you were like, all right, fair tidings, young one. That sounds like you're a fucking like poser Jedi dork. <laughs> no, it you have to be natural. You know. Um, anyways, be with you. back, back to the original, uh, proposal. So, like, alright, Wiccan spells, like, that's a nice idea, but, uh, there's, stop that. Um, okay, okay, um, there's that, um, you know, if you ever see a Rage Against the Machine video, uh, Tom Morello has that sticker on his guitar, it says, Arm the Homeless. Yeah. Which is a bad idea. Um, <laughs> but why arm them when you can teach them martial arts? Is my idea. So instead of a soup kitchen, you get a soup dojo. 
and you know, <laughs> Sensei George or whatever comes in, and he teaches them how to kill with bare hands. And at that point, once you have mastered sort of the fighter's path, you don't. I mean, first of all, you're not going to want material possessions. But if you did, <laughs> if you did, no one's going to fucking stop you. You could go and do a Kroger and just take all the bread and cigarettes you want, and if someone tries to fuck with you, you give them one of these. Um, I did, like, a hand motion. You couldn't see that. And imagine their, like, neck and spine just got twisted into a fucking pretzel dough, you know? Um... It was kind of a, uh, what's the name of that anime with the guy who was the Fist of the North Star? Oh, yeah. Sort of a move. It would be definitely like that, where their heads explode. You have been punched 100 yeah. times. He goes. In one punch. That's, what? That's... Well, he, that was one of the lines, I oh, think. probably. Oh, he says a lot of stuff. The, the common one was, you're already, you're already dead. dead. Which you're isn't true. <laughs> yeah. He just, you're about to die very soon. I mean, we're all, <laughs> yeah. Um... Or even... Practically speaking, you're already dead. <laughs> we are all dead inside. You're already dead inside. He goes, yep, you got me there, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You got me. Um, anyways, so that's basically that. Uh, the homeless army could go and just wreak havoc, and it would be fucking tied. It could catch swords, which the Boston police use a lot. You know? Anyways, so that's basically that. They might have to, you know? Yeah. I was, uh, I saw, I, I was witness to an exchange, like a free speech rally in the commons. You were there too for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you remember that Antifa guy who had the samurai sword? I saw the, uh, alright guy with the samurai. It was like a so, wooden sword. There was a wooden sword. I'm pretty sure there is one. So, w w modern advocates have swords on, b on all, both sides of the aisle. Yes. So, I think that, you know, the police are gonna need swords pretty soon, right? Yeah, probably. They're going to need, like, shining mithril armor. And they'll hand, like, the police chief, like, a ring that lets him turn invisible. You know? Uh, hey, Asa. Yeah. So, about Luke's... You taught karate for a while, right? Is that mm -hmm. true? Yeah, that is true. he's a black belt. Do you think you would... You keep forgetting First of all, I could me. kick your ass, but we, we were just... See? He said it. Isn't that hilarious? No. <laughs> Look, don't test me on this, but I could kick your ass. I but really can, want to test you on this. Keep telling your story. What were you saying? What's the point? Eli Talk was saying it. something. Yeah, I, I was know. saying, what do you think of that idea? Because you've taught martial arts. Yeah. About teaching the homeless martial arts. Do they yeah. have the fighters? Spirit? You work with the homeless and you teach have taught martial arts. You are the guy for this. Yeah. Um, so how good of an idea is it? I mean, you said it before. You said teach a man to fish. He's not going to fish. So Teach a man to kill. It's gonna work. No one fucks with him. That's the second <laughs> half of that that role. It's terrible, you know. Oh, okay. You kept us waiting on the second half. That's clever. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, sure. If you, yeah, you teach him how to take what he wants. You teach him how to. The police try to stop him. He kills the police. Yes. It's yeah. two birds, one stone. That's how yeah, they'll get whatever they need. Cool. I think it checks out. All right, excellent. Well, that would put a nice little bow on that. Uh, that's kind of like a spiritual sequel to the first episode, um, where we had like uh, ex-military vets just like making sure that you earned enough money. Um, anyways, <laughs> I watched that first episode if you forgot. Um, but enough of that shit. Let's talk the stuff that actually matters: television, baby. Um, so I don't know if you're up on the news, but popular show. 
and CIA-approved torture method, the Big Bang Theory recently <laughs> was greenlit for a spin-off called Young Sheldon. Oh, no. Um, where Sheldon um, basically just is young. He plays with trains a lot, presumably. Drinks, like, Sprite. Uh, other stuff that, like, young nerds do. Um, that's gonna suck. But I've got a good uh, sort of another spin-off that I'd like to pitch that I think would be very good. It's not called The Big Bang Theory. It's called The Big Dunk Theory. <laughs> and it's a similar concept where instead of... I think for The Big Bang Theory, it's like there's some like dumb woman, which, okay, oxymoron much. Wait. Uh, <laughs> yes. Shut up. No, I, whatever. I meant it to be sexist. I, I thought it was really fucked up. Uh, shut up. Um, you were trying to be ironically sexist, but you were weirdly wholeheartedly anti-sexist. Fuck this. In a way which was awkward shit. and uncomfortable. Um, yeah, that just, I sounded like a fucking dork. Like a fedora dork. There's um, a woman that somehow is not a goddess. But what a loser! However that right, works. Whatever. Let's not. Yeah, let's let's move on. Um, so in the original one, there's some <laughs> dumb waitress broad or whatever who moves in with a bunch of these brain genius nerds, and it's like, whoa, wacky. Uh, how is this gonna work out? They don't know how to talk to girls. In this one, it's like some young woman grad student moves into a house with four professional NBA b ballers. <laughs> Um, so the episode, pod episode would start off and it's this young sort of meek like five foot one Asian woman with like stacks of textbooks around her and like beakers and shit. She's studying like, um, biology, uh, organic chemistry or something. Um, so she's got like Bunsen burners and Erlenmeyer flasks all about and she's like, oh, I do some xanthium here, do some <laughs> flamibium here. Um, and then the door gets kicked in by like a fucking, you know, four foot long fucking leg. Boosh. And here, jump in the four main guys. You got what? Two, you got one sort of African American guy. Why you got, they kick in the door? Shut up. You got one like super, like, like African African guy. He was like, you know, eight foot. 40 or whatever, like, <laughs> ultra tall. You got the one Asian guy, and you got the one, like, five foot six Jewish guy, um, who can, like, he's got, like, hops. Like, he can, like, jump. He can, like, chest pass like a motherfucker. And they're just, like, hyped up on practice. They kick in the door. They're all dribbling at the same time. And they start dribbling, like, smashing up furniture. Like, they're dribbling balls, like, on all, like, the lamps and breaking them. They're dribbling, like, on the pages and, like, knocking shit over. The Jewish guy jumps up on the table and starts dribbling over all the beakers, just smashing them on my And then he dribbles onto the girl and, like, dribbles, like, on her face and just, like, boom, 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 boom. It's, like, breaking her glasses and just, like, fucking mashing her face up and shit. And then, you know, the fucking Asian guy, like, jumps across the room and, like, slam dunks into a fucking, like, yeah, yeah, fucking living room lamp and just shatters it and it, like, falls and there's glass everywhere, you know. Um, and they're fucking swinging on chandeliers and shit. Um... And that'd basically be the first episode. And then they all, like, high-five. They pour a big-ass Gatorade on the little um, grad student, but it's actually, like, 
you know, tranthium four oxide, and she just like <laughs> melts right away. Um, she's so dead. Like, not even close. This is like the first five minutes. Um, no. Then the next episode cuts, and she's like, fine. And it's never explained. She's like, just sort of wiping her face, like, oof. Can't believe that. Um, and everything's back to normal. And that'd be the basic crux of every episode, is they just love to ball and shit. And there could be a crossover with the Big Bang Theory, where they go into their apartment, and they start smashing up all, like, the Flash figurines. And they fucking, um... There's, what are the four, there's Sheldon, the guy with Asperger's, there's the nice guy, Howard, there's the two guys who, uh, they're gay, hello, funny, I think, I don't know, uh, and there's the one token Indian guy, and, like, so they come in, and, like, that nice Howard is like, you can't do that here, and, you know, bam, they're smashing up Sheldon's dark matter experiment, and, like, it creates, like, a vortex, and it, like, sucks all the, all the girl characters get sucked in and killed right away. Um, <laughs> and they're just like... <laughs> and like smashing all the stuff with their like dribbling. And um, you know, one of the fucking nerd guys is like, you better stop that. And one of the guys just holds his finger up like this to his face and goes, boy, you take one step, I'm about to smack the shit out of you. And it just cuts to his face for like ten solid seconds. And it cuts back to the nerd's face. And it sort of cuts back and forth for like a minute, just like tense motion. And then um, he, the, one of the the Jewish guy jumps behind and dunks the nerd's skull into his rib cage, into his body. <laughs> Slow more, like a Mortal Kombat like finishing move. Like, X-ray, it just buckles. Bloosh, he's dead. And then the other guy like, high fives him. He's like good three-pointer and it's not even a three, it's a dunk it's not a three-pointer um and they're just taking fucking um you know just all their shit and just they leave everything's destroyed people are dead and they just high five yeah we dunked on them boy you know um and that's basically every episode they could cross over with, like, just other... The Simpsons, <laughs> whatever. They just people like, Oh, boy, Marge, let's have a... They... You know, um, dunk the shit, dribble on everybody, Stupid. jump around. Oh, it'd be sick. Like a Game of Thrones. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, the the Ice Walkers are here. Winter has arrived. We, how could we defeat them? The four ballers come in. They start dribbling on these fuckers. do 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 you know, um, yeah, they dunk on a dragon. I don't never see that show, but um, yeah, it'd be tight. And they try to give them like they medals. Dunk on a they dunk on a dragon. <laughs> they would be cool. They um, there would be those two like incest twins that are like the co kings of a land. And the guy goes, "I, I'm the new king." And the guy's like, "No, we're the king." And he goes, "No, I'm the new king." And he spins like a ball on his finger and goes. I'm the king because I can do this. And he has the ball just spinning. And the two, like, incest ones, like, sort of look at each other like, okay, I don't know what this is about. We're, we are the king. We have an army. Of, no! I'm the new king because I can do this. And he, like, dunks under his, like, dribbles under his legs. And, <laughs> um, and that's another, like, ten minutes of that argument. Eventually, the eight, like, the Jewish guy does, like, a spin kick. Why is it always uh, the Jewish he's guy? He's got hops, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that. If you're, he's, if you're Jewish in the basketball world, you have to be scrappy as hell. You know? Fair point, but why do you have to be 
murderous. <laughs> you have to be very scrap. Um, anyways, listen. You're not. You don't really get it. Um. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Basically, just every every show they could do. Um. And yeah, you might think, okay, well, you're gonna run out of material. It's the same joke every time. But that's dude, literally dude, what dude. the big that's what the Big Bang Theory is. Is the joke is that oh they're they're, they're awkward nerds. So like this is at least a funnier joke to start with. So it'd be a better show, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like try to dunk on Clifford, and that's where the show like gets really interesting because Clifford like dunks on them. He's so tall. And then yeah. Clifford like goes into their reality. It just oh, starts right. fucking shit up because that dog is too big. It's too big. Yeah. That's what one of the guys says. He goes, "This dog's too big." <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, I know. yeah. We gotta get rid of this dog. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Jewish guy just jumps inside of Clifford. He jumps inside his mind, inside Clifford's <laughs> mind. It's never explained how he does. It. He jumps inside his and he's inside. And there's a whole. This is the movie. It's him adventuring, uh, psychonaut style through Clifford's consciousness and he goes to like parts that represent his traumatic childhood and like he dunks all he like smashes them up with the basketball yeah (laughs) and when he comes out like Clifford's like I have no need to destroy any longer Clifford he Clifford flies away and he goes alright time to go now yeah I think a, a neon Genesis Evangelion style like departure into high art and abstraction just like, oh, yeah. yeah, suddenly he's in Clifford's mind and it's there's monologues like, the ball always represented both our creation and our destruction. And then, right. okay, series finale, they fight to the death with the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, dude, that would be tight. And um, obviously the Globetrotters... <laughs> that was a sympathy that would be tight, yeah. frankly. Um, yeah, that would You were tight. trying to encourage me and I, I appreciate that. I was that. trying to be nice. Here's how it would actually end: is um, they actually play in a basketball game, and um, the referee is like, "Wait, who are these people? They're not on any team." And they go, "We are the team." And then they take, they put on their jerseys, and they're four escaped criminals. Um, they're the the b boy. Um, Criminals, um, and uh, they just uh, and then hard cut credits. Um, it's kind of an ambiguous kind of, you know, is it real? No, it does. It does that. It cuts credits. People are criminals. Credits. And it cuts back to the super tall African guy, and he spins the top like from Inception, even though there's no reference to like dreams. Ever throughout the series, they end it on the exact same top spin, just to be like, "Well, is it a dream or not?" Because you did. No, there's no reason to believe it was a dream, like up to this point. But now you will be like, "Well, maybe it was a dream." Um, yeah, that's basically that show. Um, I had another quick idea based on that, and like all these, I first of all, all the ideas I put on the show are like a hundred percent like serious, but this is like actually a hundred percent serious. Is like they could do a show called the Big Butt Theory, and just get four like Instagram big butt girls to walk around and just like wear pants and just sort of do really mundane shit, and it would be incredibly popular because people just want to see their big butts. Because this, I mean, like it worked out in Japan. There's so many good 
I mean, not good. There's so many popular shows just about, like, oh, people going to bathhouses and you see, like, anime boobs. There's no plot. There's no humor. There's no... There's literally nothing of value. But it's just like, well, gotta watch the show, you know. It's a good show. So you could apply <laughs> that same model to just NBC or whatever, and it's just four hot chicks walking around and, like, picking stuff up off the floor. There'd be no, like, nudity, but you just get to see, like, round butts. And that would, like, no jokes, that would be, that would make so much money. That's what I think. I feel like we do have stuff like that. What's like that, though? Like, uh, Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah, that show's pretty, get the B-ballers on that show. Oh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we finally found clean water, and the fucking guy just dribbles the water, and then he three-pointers it off a cliff. It's just all the water is... <laughs> well, you're not drinking any water. So, see ya. And he flies away. Um, yeah. Every show could be improved by this. Um, fucking, uh... What was that auction show? Uh, you know... Antiques Roadshow. Antique... No, the one with the bald... Because that would be really the good. The bald... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like an ornament from, you know, a long time ago in Christmas Land, and they pick it up and try to dribble it. They right. dribble the shit out of it. Um, but it, it, it dribbles for a good, like, three or four times, and it's like, huh? And then it shatters. Yeah. <laughs> like, not immediately. <laughs> you can have a scene where one of the guys dribbles himself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is this during the Clifford uh, psychedelic sequence? Wait, doesn't that happen in uh, space... Space Jam? Space Jam. Space Jam. Where, like, the gremlin dremels, like, you know, the short Jewish version. (laughs) (laughs) The best one. Well, I mean, like, the, I I don't know. The gremlin. Nightmares about him, but he dribbles. Um, Sure, not just a gremlin, but Jewish. I mean, what's the difference? Am I right? Oh! (laughs) That's your your racism moment. Well, you're maybe, like, the third one. (laughs) Third. Third is... You're being very generous. generous. Um, sorry, what were you saying about the, the Jewish gremlin? Um, Did, what was, what? You were saying about the, uh, the Space Jam guy who No, 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 I, I remember the moment Tristan's describing. One of the gremlins takes one of the lo- the Looney Tunes and, like, squeezes him into a perfect sphere yeah, it's and like dribbles him. not a unique idea. This is no, you don't get it. He no, dribbles he some, dribbles he, he dribbles himself. himself. He dribbles himself. Whoa, like and Ouroboros. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> exactly. He has a tattoo of the dragon who dribbled his own body. <laughs> you have, like, the, a tattoo of, like, a snake eating itself on his forehead. A snake sucking his own dick. Ouroboros. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, people probably got tired of that. Um, big dog theory. Go yeah. on for, for a very long very time. Very long time. I mean, it's such a good bit, though. Uh, there's someone <laughs> dribbling on shit. <laughs> um, More television ideas. Yeah, dribbles. Um, that was pretty much the last television really. I had a thought I could start my own. You know how polo shirts have a. Like a. They have a fucking little embroidered, like, thing on the shirt? Like, Lacoste has an alligator. Yeah. And um, um, polo, the polo, polo Ralph Lauren is like a polo guy or whatever. Yeah, like a dude on a horse with like a sword or something. Um, this one, I would want one where the little embroidered logo is a nude baby with an adult sized penis. Um, <laughs> and there would just be a shirt. And it wouldn't be like sexual, it would just be a baby, you know, but like. Is the penis Wait, this is a television? No, gross. It's just a regular <laughs> child with a, an adult sized penis. 
Because it's like he's nude. It's a little bit bigger. It's not a little bit, buddy. It's just a it's lot. It's like the bigger. size of his body. I, we could kind of combine these two ideas in like an ESPN kind of way where you have like basketball and then the penis and then let's have like an Olympics done. Okay. Like, but the Olympics, uh, Eli, I think we've like discussed this before. Um, the Olympics, uh, uh, or, or at least the sport that's okay. being played, and it changes. There's like an ESPN like channel for it, like ESPN chafe essentially. So the sports are all normal, but everyone playing them is like chafing as they're doing it. So you could have like horse riding okay. and things like that. So it's just only sports that have a high degree of chafing in them. Well, you have to, like, pre-chafe in order to... <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You have to pre-chafe for Wait, the sport. how is this related to my idea about yeah, the what? baby with an adult-sized penis? I'm just... You the baby with the adult-sized penis uh, would chafe um, more than a baby with a baby-sized penis. So I'm just trying if, to use my brain. If, oh, if a yeah. baby but is going to be... Do- it's just a logo. No, no, but the baby... If it were a real baby and it did a lot of sports and had an adult-sized penis, that it would be a consideration. Yeah. There might be a lot of chafing. I was just... It was how I got there, really. But, um... And I, it's about the journey. If you can imagine, like, hockey like that. It yeah. It would be pretty, like, gnarly. I could imagine hockey like that, and it'd be cool. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of, kind of that. Yeah, how, how are you feeling about that? <laughs> People? You guys, uh... I'm just brainstorming. It's good, it's good, it's good. Uh, I'll make those shirts, probably. Uh, yeah. I'll those shirts. Um, that's pretty much all I have uh, in the store for this episode. We got some television ideas. We got something about wizards in the beginning. Um, any final thoughts? Sort of uh, pearls of wisdom for oh, our friends? I actually did just think of something. Okay. Is Big Bang Theory, like, a pun? On something, or is it just called the Big Bang Theory because it's a sciency thing? I think it's. I don't think the show's smart enough to have a more than one meaning in the name. So it's just called that. They just picked a science term. They could, yeah. So for their show about science, people they could have just called it like Planck's constant. <laughs> could have called it Electrons. The sh- sh- Electrons show. That'd be better. That's so- Wow, okay. That's my thought. Alright, Bernard, we, uh... I agree. The the podcast is almost over. Do you want to end it on a, like, a cool note? Like, my...